sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, Ho, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the R-O-C. Ho, fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I be the music man's number one supplier. Dang, that was crazy. I never listened to Jay-Z before. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Jay. Jay. Jay to the (laughs) M-A-N. How old are you? You are now listening to the Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. My name is not Hove, but my name is J-Man. And we are back for season 11, and we are back here with my co-host, or my sidekick, uh, Mr. C.C.A. doesn't wipe his goodie, Carl. (laughs) Man, it's great to be back here. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, whew. It's a it's a scorcher outside, but yet it's it's nice and cool. It's a nice seventy degrees inside, but stay indoors, everybody. Just stay indoors. <laughs> and you know, I was I was kind of doing some research because uh, for for our topic for today, going coming back from a practically almost a three month hiatus, I, I did write down in my notes that our last uh, episode was May third. Dang. May 3rd was the last time we released an episode, so we practically almost took the whole summer off. Ooh. But although we were recording all the way in between, and so yeah. if you're a paid listener, then you got to hear about all of that. And that actually was pretty fun because then, you know, they were much shorter episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we kind of just were kind of dicking around and yeah. you know, talking about normal things that we don't normally talk about on, on uh, I guess, as, as a full normal episode, yeah. quote unquote normal episode. But uh, if you're you're not paying for monthly subscription for our paid content, you could go ahead and do that today and go back and listen to our whole slate of summer episodes that we did for the paid listeners. Uh, topics include Carl and J-Man go to couples therapy. We went to couples <laughs> therapy. And so, uh, and it didn't help our relationship at all. We're, yeah, we, we still hate each other. We still hate each other. But it, but in the end, I ended up paying a lot of money for nothing. <laughs> That's basically how it is in all relationships. So, and then we we talked about like a bunch of crazy stuff. Talked yeah, about yeah. We talked about and, more aliens and stuff like that. And uh, talked about. I I think that LGBTQ episode that we did was uh, for the regular episode. We probably wouldn't be here with the yeah return the, of season eleven. We, w- yeah, with the LGBTQ, uh, you know, the we'd be trending on Twitter for the, all the wrong reasons. <laughs> but yeah, again, like you know, if you guys want to do that, subscribe, go over there, subscribe, and listen to all of our. I think it was like ten episodes that we did. But we we recorded every yeah. for the most part every single week in between that off season time, and so we were able to do that. And uh, I guess you know, just to kind of give some quick updates because we've been gone for quite some time. Yeah, and, yeah we did. You know, big shots out yeah. to our marketing manager AJ who has been active very active during the off season making sure that our social media accounts are staying alive and well but uh, I think one of the things that if you're following us through our socials that you know is that currently we are selling raffle tickets that there's a raffle going on yep 
Yep, a raffle that is going on, and we're ending it in October sometime. October 1st. October 1st, and it is a great raffle. I mean, like all of the, the great stuff that you guys are going to be getting. Uh, I don't know how many winners there are going to be. I don't, I don't know how many prizes there are <laughs> as far as, uh, as far as, as the raffle goes to quote you, I think the raffle would do better that if we had prizes that weren't things you could get for free in a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, you know, people don't, I don't know. People might not want <laughs> to get like the midweek special or something. With, with <laughs> I just like it. It's, it's funny because of like, there's two sides of you. Like there's, yeah the regular side that I have to deal with throughout the week. And then there's this podcast to you where, you know, it's like <laughs> you're sprinkling powdered sugar on your quitta and trying to <laughs> make you a little bit sweeter. But anyway, we got this raffle that's going on. And so a big shout out to all the donors, yeah, all the donors yeah, out there yeah. who um, have donated some really nice things to our raffle. Uh, but there's, uh, I'm just reading from a list, but some of the items that we got some Dentellium earrings and necklace set, $25 gift card, carved horse necklace, running gear, Mitwe bundle, which Carl referred to, a pleaked child shawl, ribbon skirt, and there's a lot more items. But to purchase a raffle ticket, you can do that via Venmo. And the Venmo account is through Devehongnim uh, Creations, which is AJ, our uh, marketing manager. And so all the money can go there. I believe that there's Cash App and Zelle as well. But uh, if you have questions about purchasing raffle items, there are more items to come. Yeah. And so we got listeners and donors who have been uh, hitting us up and letting us know that they're willing to donate. So big shout out to you all for doing that. And of course, all of the money, all of the proceeds is to go towards uh, all of these special giveaways that we Yeah, like we'll be having more seasons. giveaways. It, it pays for our subscriptions as well, too. You know, it pays for... It pays for AJ's salary. Yeah, so it pays for pretty much everything. So, it, you know, all of this stuff is all, all brought to you by... You, but so. I like I like the giveaways because yeah. I think it's cool that and, you know, and you plus too you know in the future once we get a little bit more acclimated with with uh, the giveaways we'll start to do uh, more more and more giveaways so oh, that's basically in the future give you a gold star there for using the word acclimated <laughs> I think and, that's a big step up in the world for you and and plus too uh, that applique it's not it's not applique what did you say applique it's called applique oh. <laughs> I should have had you read the list. <laughs> but um, also, too, another quick note is that um, although we are still, we are starting season 11 today, we are still currently looking for season yeah, sponsors. sponsors. So past sponsors out there, uh, if you'd like to become a current sponsor again, hit us up at our email account, which yeah. is cjpodcast85 yeah. at gmail.com. Or if you are a business out there yourself and would like to get some promotions, you know, I, I think that um, being plugged in with us is pretty decent. We got over a hundred thousand downloads. Yes. And you know, I was, cause I did do a lot of homework for today, which I'm proud of myself for. But when you look at all of the past episodes, I think a majority of our episodes average somewhere between 800 to over a thousand downloads. And so that's quite the audience. Nice. That you get for uh, the, the, what well, I think is a very, um, uh, a very affordable cost mm -hmm. to do sponsorships with us. 
Oh yeah, exactly. I in mean, other words, we have no sponsors right now. In other <laughs> so, words, in other words, we're, we're begging, still poor. We're begging for money. We're right still now, poor so. right now. So if you're if you are a business or a small business that wants to get out there, this uh, podcast is actually listened not only on the Hope Your Reservation but on the Navajo Reservation as well. So you know, and, and all around surrounding areas as well too. So if you are a business or a small business, a self business, just give us a shout out or give us an email uh, and we can we can go ahead and set you up to be our sponsors nice and so we do have a well i guess that's all the updates for me uh but since most of the listeners haven't heard from carl and j-man since may 3rd carl your favorite question that you love to answer how have you been oh man how was your two months normally it's how was your weekend but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now it's like, how was your two months? Man, I I basically melted like twice. <laughs> in, that was just yesterday. And but like the for the past two months, I mean, like I I was just basically the field, like trying to trying to you know cheer up my plants as much <laughs> as I. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. It's gonna rain. You know, you know all of those are crying with my plants as well too. But for the past two months, I mean, I've been I've been very very active. Like you know just like watching Netflix every now and then. And, um, <laughs> Oh, I actually am starting, uh, uh, to watch the bin. I'm binging right now on, uh, beyond belief. Remember that? Remember that TV show in the early night, the late nineties, early two thousands. No. Remember that it's beyond no. belief where they, no. where they talk about like these, uh, strange occurrences that happen around the world and they make little, uh, videos of it. And then they say that, is this true or is this false? You know, it's like at the end of the show, they, they, uh, reveal if it's, if it was a, if it was a fake story or it was a real story. Have no. you, you never seen that no. before? It's probably that I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's a TV show called Beyond Belief, and you uh, did fact- that for two whole months. And I, I've been doing that for two whole months. I'm actually still doing it right now. Wow. I'm wow. on season like three right now. Wow! And there's like seven seasons. <laughs> well, you know, before uh, we recorded today, we we had this conversation because I think back when the listeners last heard yeah. from us that you know it was uh, planting season. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about how, man, when we planted that the ground was so moist and we were yep. all pumped up that yep. this was going to be the summer, the summer that everything turns back to normal, that we're going to be out of this awful drought yep. and yep. things are going to be kick-ass. And then, you know, so we planted, dropped our seeds and uh, weeks later then the corn sprouted, our hearts were happy because like, man, it's been years since we've seen corn in these yep. fields. Yep. And, you know, it's once the monsoons hit, it's going to be a great summer. Yep. Everybody's going to have corn for days. Everything's going to be great. <laughs> and then you fast forward into the end of July and you're just like, fuck, man. And it, <laughs> that drought didn't go anywhere. You're, you keep looking at your watch and you're like, he should be here by now. <laughs> it's, like, it's like monsoon. He should be here by now. It's like, it, it was so odd because like it was weird because I, I was talking to somebody about this very recently. But yeah. then it's like if you think back like. April was a cold month. Like it was practically still winter because yeah. you remember that, you know, normally a lot of men, they like to plant their early corn in yeah. April. Yeah. So that way it's ready by this time of the summer. But I felt like that at that time, the weather didn't allow us to plant huh. because, you know, if you planted, then it was going to freeze because the ground was still cold Yeah. and the air was still cold and et cetera. And then so, you know, everything got pushed back into May and then May was 
pretty good pretty good temperature yeah. outside yeah. and then june came around and then june was exceptionally cool compared to what we're we used been accustomed to yeah to in the previous summers and then so i think when june was was decent i was thinking man this is going to be a great summer yeah. like everything's just going the way that it should go and then july fucking came around and you're like you know and you're somebody turned the heater on yeah. and temperatures drove up into the <laughs> hundreds and then there were like there was this two-week period at the beginning of july where there was like absolutely no clouds in the sky yeah whatsoever in every single direction that you look there was no clouds and then you're like what the hell is going on yep. and because you're yep. thinking you know all these sneaky vests are going on all the summer dances all these hopi dances are going on and then you're looking up at the sky and you're just wondering what in the hell is going on yeah and then now you know you're we're getting close to august and it's like shit man <laughs> i no, don't know nothing's near yet yeah, monsoon hasn't even showed up yet so we're we're, ma- we're waiting for the monsoon and we're we're cursing out the clouds because you know why why you know we got a bible in our hand ready to convert to christianity <laughs> you know there are some clouds in the distance and then you're like why are you showing up if you're not going to show up for a good reason <laughs> why, you know? why are you teasing why are you teasing us like why this just go us? home you know just go <laughs> home if you're not going to do anything productive <laughs> it's basically what i'm saying to the clouds right now you know it's, it's like just go just go right now just go home if you're not going to do anything productive for us Oh man, but yeah, so like you know, we're that's where we're at right now, and so you know, yeah. everybody, please out there, pray for us and pray for the moisture to come, pray for the rains to bless us, and then to allow you know all the hard work that we've done over the summer to make it worth something, to have something to show for it come oh, September, man. October. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like if it starts to rain tomorrow or even today. Carl I, will strip naked and I run outside. Would, I would be very, very happy. Yeah, I would probably do that. <laughs> and so it's gonna. Everybody's gonna hear so a scream from <laughs> miles away. <laughs> and you know, talking about like how it how it's not raining now. A long time ago, it used to. It, it never used to. We never used to have such trouble with weather. So, so they say. So they say. So the old when I say. was when I was younger. It would it would be the same thing too. I didn't think that it would get like to this level hotness, <laughs> like where no. you're where you're constantly like sweating out of your out of the top of your head. Do you, do you ever think like you know like because you have memories from yeah. years previous yeah. and you think about times when it rained really hard? Yeah, and like at that time you're kind of just like, oh cool it's raining like there's no you didn't appreciate it as yeah. much because like now like if it just rained hard as heck like i'd be so happy oh like, man thank god thank thou i think think the the thank the lord the and you know i'd be <laughs> i'd be dancing around outside but back then it's like you didn't think anything of it like, oh cool it's just raining yeah it's like, now well, you're spitting in your field like god can this ground get wet please oh my god it's so i don't know it's like during my quas time he said that during the around in it, you know, in June, it would start to sprinkle. You would start to see rain clouds forming, and it would just start to like rain every now and then. And July comes around, and man, you have this nice, steady weather of coolness. It starts to cool down, but yet it's still warm enough where your plants are growing, and you know all of those things that uh, attributed to like the the growth of everything. And and nowadays, it's 
what do you think how do you think we're gonna be when we're old when we're us and we're talking to our grandkids talking about our golden years are we gonna embellish and say oh we're kick-ass farmers and are we gonna be truth tellers and like it sucked <laughs> no <laughs> basically it's like it's brown everywhere <laughs> brown I'd just, just be like that crazy old guy <laughs> it was brown everywhere I didn't see anything from miles it was just brown <laughs> I went two weeks without drinking water <laughs> and yeah I survived <laughs> brown <laughs> Just in the background, it's like Grandpa, you're you're scaring <laughs> Grandpa no more. Brown, <laughs> why? Why? You know, because I, I I was thinking about this earlier. Yeah. But like, why? Why do you think it's not raining? Like in your in your mind, why? Like the scientific part Cause, of cause it, nor- or is nor- it just, nor- uh, normally, you know, we don't kind of share this stuff. But then, because I feel like we've gotten more comfortable, we've had yeah. so much practice. We've had so much practice as far as podcasting. Yeah. Because like to do the homework for this episode. Well, basically, what we're talking about today is uh, growing. Up res part tres, yeah, part three. And I went back to those two initial episodes when we first started podcasting. I was like, Yeah, damn, man, we've like grown so much as far as podcasters. Like back then, you clearly could tell we didn't know what the fuck we we're talking about. <laughs> but then, like today, like those are two of our best performing episodes, episodes. yeah. And then, so, you know, f- fast forward all the way up to 2023 because we've been doing this podcast since 2020 yeah. started it right at the beginning of the pandemic and then so for the full duration that the pandemic lasted this podcast lasted yeah and then superseded it because then we're still here and in those earlier years i felt that we were real careful about what we share culturally yeah because then yeah. you know as as us as hopis that a lot of our knowledge a lot of uh, the things that we converse with within our the sanctity of our own villages we we see it as uh I, I, not to be shared with with the rest of the world with and, the public part and so of it. i think yeah. that aspect has made us had had made us kind of tip, tippy toe to a degree in the way that we converse but then as i mentioned in one of the paid episodes it's like well cultural preservation hasn't come knocking down on our doors yet so you know <laughs> we must be pretty safe but then you know because i guess like that when you think about why why isn't it raining because i thought about that i was driving yeah. like how come it's not raining because the last two summers by now i remember it was the raining storms yeah. were coming had come and then you know things were looking up yeah at least the last two summers it wasn't so bleak and and um but you know because like to me like i it's weird because i feel like that we've been having some misfortune on the reservation this summer it's been a really weird summer and you know it's like almost every single dance there's been some sort of catastrophe that's happened or some sort of calamity that's happened that poor people are talking more about the negative that happened during a dance rather than the dance itself. And I feel like that's a part of it because then, you know, I I think that those, the reasons why those calamities happen is tested to, to how we are now as Hopi people. It's, I guess it has to deal with like the prophecies and the way that the older, old generations talked about like how the future is going to be. Like in one prophecy, it told, it it talks about like how there's going to be a great flood. You know, there's going to be a great (laughs) flood. Well, bring it on today. I'm waiting for that. I I could, yeah. And then another prophecy talks about like, we're going to all die of heat. Well, that seems more likely than the flood (laughs) prophecy. 
And in those prophecies, it's going to be either or, basically. And and you know we we can't choose what we want to do. But in the <laughs> future, <laughs> if I could choose, I would rather drown to death. <laughs> It'd be better. <laughs> you can't bake to death. <laughs> It'd be so much better. At least you can swim for a while till you start to drown. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's that it's, way seems less painful. <laughs> Watch a shark just come out from the mesa sometimes. <laughs> but those are the types of things that just kind of it makes you think about like the future and where this future is headed to. Yeah. Especially yeah. when, uh, when you look at our children, you know, when we look at our children, we, we see like, Oh, it's Okiwa, you know, what, what's going to happen to you? Like what, what's going to happen when you have your grandchildren? And is, is that going to happen during your time? Or is that going to happen during your grandchildren's time? You know, mm-hmm. those are the types of things that Hopi looks at, looks at. And back, you know, back then, back in the, back in the day, basically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they, they had this knowledge, this foresight of like, this is, because it, it, it basically, it happened to them before. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there was a great drought. Mm-hmm. There was a great flood. There was a great, there's like great fires. There that's was, why they talk about. That's it why they talk about these things before. and say that. Then they kind of, uh, you know, assimilate that that this might happen again. Mm-hmm. You know, where there was a great sickness that happened. You know, and they said that it might happen again. And sure enough, you know, we were in, we were part of that part of the global part of it, the history part of it, where this sickness came about, and. All of those things kind of just makes it where it's where like you really have to really sit and think about like, is it going to happen again? Mm-hmm. And where do we see ourselves in mm-hmm. five years and mm-hmm. 10 years and a hundred years, mm-hmm. basically? Because, you know, I mean, I, I've thought about this stuff like all before because then, you know, we thought we had just gotten out of this huge drought, but apparently it's still continuing. But we, when you think about I guess the world, the larger scale, because as Hopis, as Hopis, right? Like we can, like I, I can happily say that uh, global pollution is not our fault. Yeah. As Hopi people that, you know, a lot of these uh, endangered species that are being killed off in droves, that's not our fault. And it's like, when you think about us though, as Hopis, then, you know, what, what is our fault or, or what is within our responsibility basket that are, are we, are we upholding our responsibilities or are we dropping the ball in in some of these areas? And so I I feel like that, you know, at least as being Hopis, that that's probably what our contribution is to the chaos that's happening around the world but then when you think about like the corporations and you think about the greed and you think about like the global pollution yeah like yeah. a lot of that's happening as a result of greed as from corporations that are unwilling I, I think to change their business models business models for the betterment of the planet i think too is that hopis are starting to get that way mm-hmm. we're starting to get greedy we're starting to get corporate in a way with corporate <laughs> yeah if you if you really think about it we're starting to get corporate with like our kachina dolls you know <laughs> corporate <laughs> think about it. it you know we we have a market for it right yeah we have yeah. we have carvers for it same thing as a corporation that, that has that thing we have a demand for it yeah. people are out there wanting to have uh like you know all of these uh these dolls out there and those are that it's part of a corporation that we we 
basically are making it ourselves. And is that, was that part of it? Was that part of like the, the way that we're, we're supposed to do things, you know, selling our culture like this, or was that, you know, was, was it just because, because of the way that we, we just wanted to have like uh, funds for like ourselves for, for like for Piccadilly's. For, yeah. For Piccadilly's groceries, you know, change of diapers for, you know, yes. And so Propane. we, <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I, I say that we, we are getting greedy. We are getting greedy in a way where, yes, this is, this is our greed now. And are we, are we, are we being punished for it? Maybe. You know, are we being punished Maybe. for the best reason why the clouds are not coming? That's the reason why things are not going. That's why things are going crazy. You know, back, back when we were younger, you know, we, we never thought about that. No. We never thought about anything like that. We were still basically trying, you know, throwing, you know, sand rocks at each other. We were, <laughs> we were still eating, uh, you know, like we were basically, we we're just eating dirt, eating, guys, mud. eating the mud and stuff. And these are the types of things <laughs> that you don't really think about. So I guess this episode is turning into a hybrid episode because yeah. we had one topic and then we just did this big old tangent <laughs> about how come it's not raining. And I think that you and I are both kind of stressed out and there's probably like numerous people yeah. out there too that are stressed out. The fact that it hasn't rained yet or not even so much as just a little trickle. Like I feel like I haven't even felt a raindrop yet no. this whole summer. I make my own rain. I have the hose and just spray it up. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I know what it feels like again. When you go to the field, you have that that umbrella hat on <laughs> with the misters. misters on the side, and then you're crying to your cord. Oh, I'm so sorry, you guys are all hot. <laughs> all the moisture is going you on have to the, your shoulders. Remember the two bottles on the side of your head, and you just a straw that goes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm drinking the ice water. I gotta go home now. It's hot as fuck out here. <laughs> But I wish you guys He's all well. checking your phone is like, damn, it's so hot out here. <laughs> it's already 85 <laughs> degrees. I got to get home. God damn. Hard. That's what I was doing yesterday. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like back in the day, back when we were growing up, mm-hmm. I felt that it was, it was like 10 degrees cooler. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's because, you know, like, because, well, you know, the topic of today is yeah. growing up rich. Yeah. But then, like, you take it back to those younger years that I do remember quite clearly that the temperature wasn't as hot back then yeah. in the 90s like it is now. Because then, like, I, I was thinking about it because over over the weekend, I was down at the field all the way up until 1 p.m. And, like, shit, it was hot, man. Like, yep. I was getting delirious because yeah. of how hot it was. And, um I remember thinking though, it's like shit though. When we were kids, in the summertime, like I feel like that we were outside all the time. all the time, and like it's and now, like I I feel like that you'd be a little concerned if your kids were outside, yeah. like all day just yeah. because of how hot it gets. Like you'd be wanting to sh- be sure that they're drinking water, that yeah. they're hydrated, yeah. because you know, like that heat stroke, that that ain't nothing to play with. Like, that's an actual thing. Yeah, and and plus too, it's like. All of the all of the times that when we were outside when we were younger, we didn't think about that heat. Mm-mm. Of course, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that it was hot, but you know we're we're busy having fun. We have like water balloons. We will play with the hose, so we'll get mad at us for wasting water. Play with you the know, squirt guns. yeah, yeah, and all of those things uh, you know contributed to to our childhood. And when you really think about it. It never you. I don't think it ever went like just blazing hot. Where it's like the the heat index, like the UV index that we have now, 
you know, it's like it basically would burn your skin at like 70 degrees temperature. You know, those are the types of things that we never thought about. And even now, like when it's nice, a cool, nice 80 degrees outside, you're still feeling that heat because there's no more ozone layer, you know, and we, you know, who attributed to that was like all the, 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 the girls in the early uh, 80s and 90s, basically, you know, putting their hair up with the Aquanet, basically. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that we've rambled on enough about uh, the bleakness of, uh, <laughs> of today enough with getting the listeners depressed but let's take it back let's throw it back let's get to the what the topic of this episode is supposed to be which is growing up res part three and you know i I was i was reflecting back on those first two episodes just kind of trying to get an idea of what we covered in those first two episodes yeah what what is there left to talk about and you know because initially you know we were just starting out as a podcast yeah and we were trying to lay the the foundation of what the podcast was going to talk about because then i think even back then we talked about how you know you got all these strong voices already talking about colonizing decolonization the history of american indians history of hopi etc etc culture this culture that language this language that but then it's like we kind of wanted to find an in-between to where people like us can fit in people like us where we have a level of expertise in and so you know we just let's just talk about being our our upbringing and how how it is that we grew up on the reservation and then so you know in those initial first two episodes of the whole podcast if you haven't listened to them yet they're available via all the normal ways that you're listening to this but then you know we covered quite a bit of things and you know just kind of thinking about what some of the things that we didn't talk about because then we didn't really go into detail too much about I guess like what what the 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 surround the surrounding landscape was like for us growing up because then you know I clearly remember things from the 90s and then yeah. you know kind of one of the things that I grew up because I was around the age period where you and I grew up but then it's like one of the things and this is something that you very much enjoy talk talking about because I think that we actually did have a conversation about it on a YouTube video not necessarily on a podcast episode but discussing what the technology was like oh man because then like if you were to place i don't i I don't even are they called dial-up phones with the little rotors on them yeah rotary phones rotary phones like if you were to place a rotary phones like if i place a rotary phone in front of my two youngest children yeah they would probably have no idea how to freaking use it. Yeah. Like, it's like, make a call, call soul, here's her number. They'd probably like, what the hell do you do? Like, how, <laughs> how do you do this? And so, you know, that was something that I clearly remember growing up back, you know, back in the day was having that old rotary phone. And I r- recall thinking, you know, learning for the very first time why 911 is 911. It's because yeah. it's the quickest, easier, two of the quickest numbers that you can get out to call for an emergency. Yeah. And then um, the other thing, too, that I recall, too, as far as, you know, those those youth years was uh, the, the TV set, because in my household, we had two TVs. I remember that because we had two living rooms. Yeah. And so in one living room, we had a smaller TV that kind of s- stood high, like it was it was kind of tall and narrow. Yeah. And it stood up high. And then in the main living room, I suppose we had a bigger TV that it was lower to the ground, but it was wider. Yeah. It was wider. And then the thing that I remember is like, if you wanted to change the channel, you had to get off your ass and you had to go and 
press the button press to, the button to di- yeah or do turn dial and, and change it exactly. change the channel and back then there were only like what five three or five channels that you could choose from and one of the channels that we had because we did have one of those uh what are they called the box tvs where they have like you can set like things on the top and then the tv was only like 11 inches and then you have these speakers on the side and and everybody gathered around and there was a really poor color back then and i used to watch ladmo and wallace i still don't know what the fuck God that show is damn you guys Ladmo. you need to watch that God ladmo and damn, wallace how old are you i was raised in the 90s i think born. you're older than i am <laughs> I used to watch Ladmo and Wallace and then Bozo the Clown came on and oh my god, that was those were one of the best TV shows out there. You kinda look like Bozo the Clown. <laughs> I think there's some resemblance there. He's my uncle. <laughs> and back then, back in Did the you- <laughs> back in the day, you know, that's what you looked forward to. And that's what those are the times that you like the Saturday morning cartoons when when it started up in the early 90s or actually the mid 90s. And when we when we got rid of our big TV with an 11 inch screen, we upgraded to like the what was it? The 17 inch screen TV. Man, that one was good. It was all made out of plastic. And you're like, man, this is this is so cool. You know, like it's going to revolutionize the way that we see TV and the Back then, you're like, man, this is crystal clear. Like, you can see, you can see a lot more definition. You know, back then, that was high definition for us. And when we watch, you know, our Saturday morning cartoons on there, that's what you expect. That's what you want to do. Eating cereal, you know, eating what, whatever, like the uh, whatever soul made for you, like like eggs and bacon, and and you're just sitting there, like with just without a care in the world. I just like how happy you are right now. Like you just get real giddy and you know, it's just like just this light turned on inside of you. Because those were the best we're, times. we're talking about uh, something that's near and dear to your heart. Thinking about <laughs> all of those nostalgic memories yeah. back when things were a lot simpler. Back when things were what we thought were a little bit better back then. Because yeah. then, you know, it's like there's like a lot of reminders now that kind of remind you that you're getting old. Yeah. Or that, you know, what you thought was the glory years of life are starting to go even further and further back into the past. Because then, like, because one of the things that I remember prominently as far as TV goes and what used to be on TV, that the Nickelodeon channel, they had this section called, um, I think it was called Nick at Night. Ah, but yeah. But basically, it was like all the old shows, like all the old black and whites and that's where I got introduced to things like I Love Lucy and the Bob Hope sh- Bob Hope show yeah and uh, just various other different dragnet and there was this one western show too that they used to show uh, the Dick Van Dyke show but yeah. then you know because I, I associated that time with that channel as being really old stuff yeah but then now like they still have a Nick at Night which I think they transitioned it they call it TV Land but it's supposed to be an odd to old shows quote unquote old shows yeah and then it pisses me off because then it's like shows that i watch very recently <laughs> uh two and a half men and uh how i met your mother things like that they're on the that old channel shows. now and it's like what the fuck 
<laughs> because I remember like kind of growing up, at least in my own household, kind yeah. of, uh, growing up, yeah. uh, one of the couches that we had was one of those pull-up couches. Yeah. And when my sister, because I, I practically grew up as an only child. I have two older sisters. Yeah. And they were out of the house during my adolescence. And so, you know, I was practically raised as an only child. But my oldest sister, when she would come home from uh, living the big city life down in Phoenix, that I used to get really excited because, you know, to me, she was my 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 role model, like favorite, most favorite person in the world. I thought she was the coolest person in the world. And when she would come home, it's like, oh, cool, Kaka's coming home and yeah. uh, we can sleep on the couch together. Yeah. Then we would pull the couch out and in the rollaway form. And then that's where we'd sleep. I'd be all pumped up because that was what was cool to me. And the other thing, too, that I liked, there were two things that I liked about the fact that you could pull that couch out. One, it resembled a wrestling ring. <laughs> and so even way back then, you know, I was into wrestling. And so we would put the pillows out all, I yeah. would put the pillows out yeah. all the way around the the couch and that would serve as the wrestling mats that were on the ground. And then I would play with my stuffed animals. And then I could actually jump off the top ropes and jump, jump onto my stuffed animals onto the ground from the couch. But then the other thing too, is you got to watch TV while you're laying in bed because then the TV's just right there. Nobody had a TV in their room back in those days. Yeah. And then so just laying there on that couch that we could, I could watch TV and it was always my goal. I'm going to watch uh, Nick at night all the way till the sun comes up. I think I only did it once, but out of all the times that I tried, that's when I would really watch those old shows and become, I, be, I became a legit fan of the show. I love Lucy as a result of that. Uh, I have the entire season of I love Lucy. All, uh, I think it was like nine or 10 seasons. Oh, really? Yeah. And all of those episodes, oh, those are so great. I love those shows too. And like, man, back then, there was no sign of like media or any type of technology that that you just, that today's society has. You know, it was so simple because back then you you had an interest in different things. You had, a, you had an interest of like what you want to be or what you wanted to do. And like, just like what you said, you know, you had a very huge interest in uh, wrestling. So you, mm -hmm. you really wanted to be that. So that's what your, all your, your focus was on. You know, mine was to become a Ninja Turtle for some reason. You know, I, you know, I was like, I got to find Master Splinter, you know, and so it's so like, you know, Master Splinter is behind the fridge, you know, it's like, he's right here, you know. And, and so those are the types of types of things that you kind of really want to do nowadays. Kids have no interest. They have no interest of what they want to be or what they want to do. You know, they, they look at their phone. They look at the, the tablet. They look at social media and everything's all there. And, the, you know, everything's all flashy and giddy and whatnot. And you're like, oh, I want to be a stylist, you know, or I want to be an artist or I want to be like, a, you know, a professional rope, roper, or I don't know what, what they call them, you know. And they have no idea what they want to focus on. So those are the types of things that when we grew up, when we grew up there, we had real interests. Although, you know, although being a Ninja Turtle was far-fetched, but it was still an interest. <laughs> you, you sound like a guy that years from now when you are a Qua that, yeah, it always rained all the time. And, you know, we never had any problems. Things were just so much better back then. Now it's all <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Brood! <laughs> I'm gonna grow up senile or something like that. Just 
It's like, don't bother Gua Carl. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I, I think it's interesting because then, like, you think about, you know, back in those days of yeah. how, how we were growing up and how we were living. And, you know, it really differentiates because then, you know, when we were talking about growing up res, that I guess it really depend, depended on where you grew up at. Because then, like, when I think about, like, my, my own home, like, my own home, we had electricity and we had running water. And then, so, you know, to go take a dump, it's just a couple of foot walk plop yourself down and then you know you're off to the races but then when you think about going down to my to Soul's house because then you know in my Soul's house well obviously I had two souls growing up and so there were two different Soul's house two different Soul's houses but then you know my soul that lived in the village that there was no electricity and there was no running water yeah so when you talk about watching TV they had um, a solar they had solar power yeah. And then so we still had the ability to enjoy things that required electricity, but it, it wasn't an all day thing. Like you couldn't watch TV all day because then the solar power battery would drain. And then so we were limited to watching one movie a day. And then so all of us little kids would be down there at Soul's house. And then, you know, we'd have this little debate over what movie we we're going to watch. <laughs> and then, you know, finally we'd choose one and then we'd watch it. And then that would be pretty much it for the rest of the day. Like there was no movie marathons. No. You couldn't do a movie marathon because then like the, only the one technology movie. didn't allow you to do that. And then so when you talk about growing up or at least the way that we grew up down there without that. And I even remember, like I, I vaguely remember my soul's house before they put the solar, uh, solar panels in because prior to the solar panels, they had absolutely no energy. Yeah. And so like, I remember like nights there, nights there, they would have propane lanterns, propane lanterns were, were the lights. And you know, it makes that hissing noise. It makes that. Yeah. And then yeah. you do that hissing noise, you, you know that that it's on. Yeah. And because they had no electricity, that at night all of us would be gathered in one room. Like people aren't spread out throughout the house. Like everybody is where the light is. And then so if we're not eating dinner, we're all in the living room because that's where the light is. Yeah. But when we're eating dinner, we're just in the dining room, not anywhere else in the house because that's where the light is. And then so, you know, it kind of changes because then I remember that's kind of one of the things that I I remember from my childhood is it's like I felt like that in one place at my own home. Yeah, it was a futuristic uh dystopia or whatever because then it's like if i wanted to watch tv all day yeah i could watch tv all day if i wanted to poop in comfort i could poop in comfort because then <laughs> you know the the situation allowed for me to do that but then if i had to spend the day down at soos down at the village at atkeve it was a different story couldn't watch tv all day yeah if i needed to go poop then you know you got to walk down to the outhouse which, but then when you're a kid, like that, that's no problem. But then the other thing too that I was thinking about before we started recording is that at Sol's house, that when we used to have to wash our hands, she had this kind of this bowl, yeah. but it was like a ceramic dish. But yeah. she had this bowl, and then next to the bowl was a larger container of water, and in that water there was a kayapi, a, 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 a what's kayapi in English? Like a um. Water, water thing. <laughs> she had a, a kayapi, like there. a cup, water cup. And thing. then, so you know, when you went to go wash your hands, that you would 
put some water in the bowl then you, you get your hands wet you get the soap and then you wash your hands get a little bit more water out rinse it off real quick and then it was funny because like just the simplest things of being a res kid like when we were little, we used to fight over who got to empty the bowl up. We, like, we all wanted to empty the yeah. bowl up. No, it's yeah. my turn. It's my turn. I want to empty the bowl yeah. up. And it's funny because I remember like watching the older people empty out the bowl. Like there was no special place to empty out the bowl. You just went outside and, and just, just dump it out. Yeah. But then like what I was thinking about today, it's like watching the ladies or whomever empty out that bowl of water. They never just tilted it and just poured it out. No. Like they kind of swished it around a couple times <laughs> so that the water would catch all the debris at the bottom of the bowl. And then they would kind of like toss it. Like flick it. Like, yeah. like flick it. Yeah. And then it would the water would fly into the air like flat. Yeah. And then it would just land on the ground flat. And then it wasn't until today that I questioned, how come they did it like that? <laughs> like, how come you didn't just go outside and then just, you know, tip just, the bowl over yeah. and just pour it out? But no, there was this whole procedure. The you had to swish it around and then you had to do that little flick <laughs> and then the water just goes flying. It's like we, the simplest things of growing up, things that you paid attention to. When we were, when I was growing up, we were a little bit more fancier. Um, we did have the same thing, like this bowl, but then uh, we... Because I had brothers and sister, and we would wash our hands, but then I would be the first one to wash my hand. Because he didn't want to get stuck in dirty get water. Dirty water, and then everybody else would wash their hands in that same water. Because Soul said that no, you guys wash your hands in the same water. Don't don't dump don't it out. dump it out. Just add a little bit more water to it. Yeah, and so that's what we did. And then we had this like um, it was like a makeshift like. Um, uh, like a table like and there we had like a little drainage and on the bottom was a five gallon bucket so all we did was just tip over the the little thing and then it would drain into the bucket oh really by the end of the day you know we would take out the the bucket with all the wastewater in there and just kind of just tip it out and then just let that hold water again yeah well one of the things too that i thought about as far as the no running water because yeah. um my soul's house was at the very edge of the village and so usually like all of the outhouses are at the very edge of the village. Yeah. And then, so like there was no need for uh, a Mississippi bucket, a, a piss bucket. Yeah. Because then the outhouse was just right there. And then so, you know, it wasn't a chore to go to the outhouse. But then I started thinking, what about the, the houses that are like right in the middle of the village? Because then it's a longer walk for them to yeah. get to the edge of the village to go do what it is that they need to do as far as evacuating those things from their bodies and then so it's like then then i understood oh that's what why there's a need for a Mississippi bucket yep because then you know you just turn a corner much like a house that has running water and then you just piss in the bucket <laughs> but it, it's interesting though because i feel like that it's, it's a pretty consistent policy do not go number two in the Mississippi bucket <laughs> Yep, that was like every household's rule. Yep, like, that was our like, that was our rule too. Do not take a shit in the piss bucket. Yep, that was our rule too. And my assumption is that because then it made it smell worse. Yep. Than, than if it's when it's just piss in there. Yep, it's either you hold it till morning time or you take your chance and go up to the outhouse during middle of the night. And my my village since then since growing up because people would just take their buckets to the edge and just dump it out. Yeah, but like since then they put in some sort of tank thing at one end of the village you like open this trap door and that's where you dump it at and then you close the trap door that's that, how it is in 2023 
how much the technology has evolved that, you know, <laughs> like when you go empty out your Mississippi bucket now in the village, there's this special place for you to do it. But back then you would just take it to the but, faucet where the faucet water would run off and you just dump it in there and then they just start drinking it. it afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like we do, we grew up with outhouses as well, too. And the thing, too, is that we would race to the outhouse, you know, try to be first from, from, from Solo's house to, the, to outhouse. the outhouses. Yeah, and they would all have the outhouses in the at the edge of the uh, basically at the other end of the uh, the village itself. I, I had I had a wonderful idea for a sticker because, you know, behind the scenes, you and I and AJ, we've been talking about creating a new sticker. And I shared it with her. I said, hey, I got a great idea. And she never responded to me. She probably thought it was a dumb idea. But I thought this would be a great idea for a sticker. And I swear to God, if any of you Hopi businesses out there start producing the sticker, I'm going to co- copyright pending. <laughs> no. But I always thought this would be a great sticker. A toilet key sticker. A toilet key sticker. <laughs> the one that says uh, outhouse on there. <laughs> because at my soul's house, the toilet key... And I guess this is how Hopi is, how uniquely Hopi is, is yeah. that there was a key for the toilet. Yep. Much like the gas stations that you go <laughs> yeah. to, there is a key for the toilet. But at Sola's house, we had the, the toilet key, which is basically a padlock key. Yeah. That we had the toilet key. And she actually had like this kind of uh, ceramic-ish rectangle thing that was attached to it. And it said <laughs> toilet on there. Uh, actually, ours was like that too. <laughs> and then so it'd be hanging up there. And it was funny because then, like, that was also another signifier that you knew that nobody was at the bathroom because the toilet key was hanging. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, cool. Nobody's at the bathroom. So, I'm grab the toilet key and go down there and unlock it and then <laughs> do my business. Yeah. Well, actually, we did have the same thing too. So, so be on the lookout, listeners. There's going to be toilet key stickers coming out from the <laughs> or actual, Carl and actual toilet the keys. Podcast. Or actual toilet keys with padlocks. <laughs> Hey, what about that for a raffle? Yeah, toilet key padlock. <laughs> <laughs> and but I guess you know, and I, I guess there there's so much more to cover because then you know we went on this big old rant earlier. Yeah, it is cut into this time. But the other thing too that I, I remember when you talk about you know Soul's house growing up, res yeah. no running water, and and I, like I said, it differentiates between everywhere because not all villages are the same. Like all of our environmental makeup is different. Yeah, but in my village, that there used to be several faucets throughout the village that you know you just pull the lever and water starts running out, and life at Soul's house back in the day that you know you didn't shower every day. No, that at the very least you washed your hair. Yeah, because then that's one thing that I clearly remember is going down to the faucet. You'd have your towel in hand. You'd have a bar of soap in hand. You'd have a small thing of shampoo in hand, and then you'd be walking down to the faucet, and then you'd wash your face first. And I clearly remember this: like you pull the lever up, water starts running. Get your bar of soap. Wash your face first, and you start washing your face. Get your face all wet, and then you wash it. And then after that. Then you stick your head underneath the faucet, get your hair wet. Then you get your shampoo and you're lathering up your head and then you're sticking your head underneath the shampoo. And it, it's, so, it's so interesting because then like you, you talk about, um, I, I guess, common places. Yeah. It, like, like, cause you know, like in today's day and age, the water cooler, they talk about the water cooler in an office being a place where people would conjugate because everybody's going to get water and then so you see each other and you start talking that the faucet was the, the, the common place because then 
people would be coming up, you'd be washing your hair. Other people are coming to do the same thing, to wash their hair. And so there's a line. And then, you know, then you start to conversating. Or I remember, you know, there'd be other guys would come over to clean their paintbrushes. Yeah. Because they're painting the house or something. And then so in turn, you start conversing with those people. And then, you know, and it was it was such a it was such a village rule i guess like everybody knew everybody knew don't play with the water that was like a big thing don't play with the water because then you would think that a faucet with no lock on it or anything like the kids would go crazy with it and just you know play with it all the time but we all knew like everybody knew all the kids knew you're not allowed to play with the water you can't play with the water because people use it for other things uh our our village was a little bit more fancier we had a bathhouse Oh really? Yeah, at the at the community center, mm-hmm. they had built that for the community since nobody had running water back when you were a back kid? when I was a kid. Yeah, and so if you wanted to, you would go and you would uh, you basically have to like get a time frame when you're gonna go <laughs> to take a shower. Oh really? Yeah, so you would go over and you would make your reservations to go take a bath, and because it's only like uh, I think there was like only three showers that were in there. Okay, and so. Uh, these showers were just like cut off from each other and you would go in there and then you would take your shower and then we sometimes the bigger shower would be like the communal shower for the families basically. oh really so when you're a little kid so you're in there with all with, your siblings yeah well, you're in there with your same time. siblings and your mom that was in there <laughs> <Goddamn>. <laughs> taking a shower at the like, same like, time like a family bathroom yeah nowadays, basically except family shower and so we would take showers with you, you know, know. like yeah, your mom mom what's that <laughs> Yeah, basically it was her body. <laughs> it's basically how we showered and it was it was pretty fancy. Mom, how come I don't have that? <laughs> and so it was it, I remember that. I clearly remember that. And this was before the time that we did have running water in our houses. And oh man, I I think about those days where we would we had a lot of those things like that and I don't know, we kind of take took them for granted. We took them. We took them for like just on on like a whim that we just didn't really care about. So, so you're saying that you'd be down to use the family shower with the uh, soul and blood, <laughs> <laughs> just to appreciate the simpler, just to appreciate simpler the simpler times. life again. <laughs> no, but you did remind me though that growing up we did have a, um, a, a I guess a quote unquote shower house. Yeah. But really what it was, was it was, it wasn't an outhouse, but it was built like an outhouse. Yeah. And all it had was a hose that ran in from the top. <laughs> and so, well, that was the shower house that they had in my village. The the thing too, is that when we didn't want to go to the, the public bathhouse, we made our own shower. Remember there's a, they had like a black camping bag. Yeah. And then we put like uh, war, uh, water in there and we set that out all day. Oh, and really? then it would get nice and warm. Yeah. So at the, you know, during dusk, then we would shower in like, um, basically shower in like our, now it's our water heater. Mm-hmm. So we would shower in there and the water would be nice and warm and, you know, and you would feel nice and, oh, it'd be nice and toasty warm in there because it was like cooler nights. And, uh, you know, so it would get mad at you because you have to save water for like my sister and my brothers. And so, so those are the things that I, I do remember about that as well when we were growing up and i i think that you know that that's kind of uh i i guess alludes to the theme of those first two episodes that kind of really makes it unique but then you know because 
Well, because we cut in so much into the, the time of this episode being all doom and gloom at the beginning of the episode. But just looking at the rest of what we were going to talk about, it's just, you know, talking about, you know, some of those games that you used to play with your friends down at the village. Because then I don't know why, but then it's like you think about a lot of the village games, they were all like violence oriented. Yeah. Like, there was always some sort of game that had to deal with war yeah or had to to do with some sort of like fake killing each other (laughs) because (laughs) we used to play um we used to play uh war with sand rocks yeah and so you know we throw sand rocks at each other because then it didn't hurt that much when you got hit by them but i remember this one instance we were playing with my friend who lived at the upper village and and this is what makes us different carl up top and lower village is that up top there's paved roads and so the paved road that's by my friend's house it had a sewer drain um underneath the um underneath the road yeah and then so you know because we could fit in there so we would go in there and we would play <laughs> yeah but basically we are our, our war encampments were on the opposite yeah. sides of the road yeah. because then where the sewer where the storm drain was that it dipped in and then so you could fit underneath there and so that you could avoid the sand rocks that are being thrown at one another and um <laughs> and in this particular story you know kind of alludes to how much assholes little little hopey kids are because we had this <laughs> one friend and we used to constantly pick on him and he was with us this one time and he had his little brother with him yeah and somehow we convinced him and his little brother to go all the way into the storm drain towards the middle of the drain. And so once we got them both towards the center of the drain, then on both sides of the drain, we started to stuff tumbleweeds <laughs> so they couldn't get out. <laughs> but I mean, eventually, you know, he figured, well, I can kick the tumbleweeds out yeah. with my feet. And so he did. He went and he kicked the tumbleweeds so him and his brother could get out. And as they were crawling out, my friend, he sits over on top of the storm drain with his legs saddled on each side of the drain and he has a tumbleweed and right when he was crawling out because you had to crawl out on your hands and knees yeah and so he's crawling out on his hands and knees and he puts the tumbleweed right across the the entrance of the drain so when he's crawling out he crawls right into the tumbleweed <laughs> like, damn. yeah we were horrible back then we had a lot of lawsuits back then and because you well you and i we, we had this conversation recently about our, our favorite alien movies and yeah then you know both you and i said yeah. that predator was was a favorite alien movie of yep. ours and 1980s that, that was a movie that i watched a lot as a kid and it was something that i really enjoyed and you know moon puppy being having the land of running water which is what that that name translates to because of all that running water there's all this green yeah there's all this green near the village and so when we were kids that that was part of uh, the playing that we used to do is that we would walk across to the uh to the fields because our yeah. and see that's another thing about my village that's unique is that our, our bosses are just right there like it's in walking distance and so we would walk across and because of all the water like there's just all this green that's everywhere all this like practically a jungle yeah and that was one of my favorite things to play was jungle. Let's go in there and let's play whatever you can play that has to deal with jungle. Predator being one of them. And so we go across and we play in the jungle and then act like we were Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl <laughs> Weathers and trying to avoid being killed by the predator. <laughs> 
mine mine basically was like playing uh, playing kachinas with the village kids. Yeah, yeah. I, when we got um, after some of the dances, you know, like you, the kachinas will give you like maybe their aya. Yeah, you know, and then man, those were the times where like yes, those are something. like your prize. Those are the pr- prize huh. positions, and you go out with all your friends that got something similar to that, and man, you start singing you away, all yeah, line. all in a line, not and, even singing anything. Yeah, no, and you're, you're just like basically just, just yelling like, the uh, yeah. Yeah, you're just basically just yelling around, and with you know if it's a you know Koi MC, you're just like ooh, you know just just making all the noises, and and then uh, you know you have some of the girls that would come out too, and then they would um, like maybe like feed you, like they, like you know like how the women would feed the kachinas and they stuff. They bring you like lunchables or something. <laughs> No, they were Capri Suns. <laughs> Capri Suns. And so, like, you know, we would do all of those things like that. And those were the times. Those were the best times. And those were the those were the times that it never seemed hard. <laughs> 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 like now. It's hard right now. No, I well, you know, there there is there is a lot of fun. A lot of fun a lot of different things that we did back then that were fun because, you know, I, I remember that, you know, that was also one of the big things that we would play too is, is kachinas. So we play yeah. kachinas. Yeah. Every various forms of playing kachinas and there were times when all the like practically all the kids in the village would get together and play 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 it together. Yeah, and I always thought that was the coolest thing because then it's like everybody's involved. And but then I don't know, it, it always erupted in chaos or something <laughs> because then somebody wants to be a whipper kachina and they pull the weeds out and then and they start they get whacking everybody. Yeah, the next thing you know, somebody's are, crying. People are and crying and somebody's squaws <laughs> coming over to yell at everybody. <laughs> yep, the ones that were playing uh. nice go crying home because then it's like we didn't do anything when we got yelled at <laughs> those were the times <laughs> but apparently you know we we could talk about like our lives back then but it's 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 actually that time now where we're gonna get ready to go home and melt again and get ready for tomorrow and basically just do what we need to do. So if you've gotten this far in the episode, I mean, like, I welcome you guys back. And if you guys are want to subscribe to our our subscription that we have right now, it's only $7.99 a month. And if you are paying for that paid subscription, you get the full version oh, yeah. of this conversation of growing up. Res. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In the paid section. Yeah, exactly. So we'll be talking about that as well in our paid section as well, too. So again, I thank you guys for supporting us. I thank you guys for sticking around with us. And we're here in season 11. I mean, it's so great to have 11 seasons underneath your belt because, man, we've been doing this for how many years now? Three years. Three years now. And we're still going strong. We still have we a lot of- We haven't killed each other. Yeah. I mean, there were times where I was planning it out to the T, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But again, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Man, I I haven't done this in a while. I hope I remember how to do this. But uh, if you're not following us on our social media accounts, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all across the boards. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave us a five-star review because your podcast isn't five stars unless your Apple Podcast says it's five stars. If you're listening to this on anything other than Spotify, our sole sponsor. Go listen to this a second again on Spotify. All right.
right. Well, thank you for listening to Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. My name is Carl, and this is my best friend, J-Man. So long, quick, quick.